you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Around the NFL Podcast will own you on the dance floor. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with some heroes. Mark Sessler to my left and Greg Rosenthal to my right. What's up, boys? What's happening? Every once in a while, a, uh, a money drop sneaks in. We money have no tag. idea. Money tag sneaks in. We have no idea where it came from. TD just throws them in there. He, well, he, that was one he made, obviously. Clearly. Right? A comic genius. TD on his day off just Although bomb drops us with something that makes no sense. Gold, out the gold Standard keeps picking these ones on Thursday. It's gold Standard Thursday. I can take no credit. Just relief pitching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, welcome to Friday's edition of the Around the NFL podcast. Um, of course, this is a, um, a week in the NFL where the news has slowed down. It's slowed down news-wise to the point that for the first time in a while, uh, we will not even be doing any news. There isn't. There's no news to talk about. Well, uh, you know that doesn't mean there's not uh, football to talk about, right? Old uh, Mark Sessler. Football oh head. yeah, I mean this is the time of Old year where, head, especially yeah. sitting downstairs with uh, with Dan, he's been digging into the college tape. <laughs> this is when he starts to do that. It's talking a little DJ Humphreys, offensive tackle out of. Where's he out of, Dan? Florida, I believe. Oh, yeah. Florida. Oh, Flowo. Watching some of his tape today. So I just lean on you, and as we get up towards draft time, Dan's the man for that. And, uh, well, yes, obviously, draft expert here. Um, Chris Wessling not with us. This is the first day of his, uh, you know, much-deserved vacation. We're all going to be taking vacations at some point uh, between now and the start of uh, training camp. And this is now Wes's time. He's in Georgia, <clears throat> Tybee Island. Is it Tybee or Tybee Island? Tybee. Tybee Island. Huh? Not Tyba. Tybee Island. Tybee. And uh, what we'll do is we always do whenever Wes goes to Tybee. There's really only one place you're going to find him. It's at the bar, Huckapoo's. So as we do every year, we're going to call uh, call down to the old Huckapoo's pub. Studying other types of prospects. Yeah, and see how he's doing. I mean, then if you look at we ta- we're taping this at 2.54 Pacific time, which means it's Right around six o'clock on the East Coast, 
of the continental United States. So I would think Wes has probably been at that bar in upwards of six hours. That's uh, an estimate. That sounds about right. I want to see. Well, let's see. We've, we've, there's some photographic evidence he's been around Tybee Island, not just at the bar. Hmm, but probably mostly at the bar. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yes, we'll call Chris a little later in the show. Uh, we are going to do uh, – we have some – Greg and I and, and Mark's been involved as well on some level. Mark, Mark a little apprehensive about pitching ideas for some reason. I think you, you – maybe the fear of rejection, is it? Well, it's not the it's the proof of every time you know Greg, the boss, and Dan sitting there spitballing ideas like, "Come up with an idea. I'll throw something out there." Now, yeah, no, that's that's not going to work. And then uh, we end up using true. it in the end, anyways. Greg and I talked about after Wednesday's show. Uh, we said, "Oh, let's come up with some new ideas." So I left a bunch of post-its with ideas on the border between Greg and I's seat. And then when I got to work, uh, Greg had added some post-its of his own ideas. Mark was just sitting in the I didn't even cubicle. know this area of the office was being used in this way. So, oh, you know, oh, listen, no harm, yes. no foul. I'm happy to have done nothing. <laughs> I'm looking forward to next uh, Gold Standard Friday when the Gold Standard is going to run the whole show. He's All of his oh, ideas yeah. are going to be so in there. So dangerous. That's a real thing that's happening, so don't miss that. Uh, but that was all a long way of me getting to the point that we have a new thing, a new I'm not going to call it a game, but a new segment. Uh, this is speaking of ideas. It took a while to come up with a name. And Mark, you did. You nailed this one. Uh, I I was I called uh, Who'd You Rather uh, was the idea I came up with. Uh, what did you come up with, Greg? It was like uh, actually I have this written. Well, down. I came up with the idea for the game, but I I struggled to name it. I think I I was going to go something like. Broken monitors. Yeah, or right. Just That's what it was. E- esoteric. I had who'd you rather, and Greg cited like TMZ litigation concerns, so mm-hmm. that was thrown out. And then Greg said broken monitors, which was kind of channeling like a Tom Green type sense of humor, <laughs> which was fine <laughs> enough. And then Mark comes in and he says, "What? What's your fancy? What's your fancy? <laughs> By the way, no paper wasted, no post-it notes. <laughs> Trees continue to grow. Yeah. So what's your fancy? Which is uh, a game where we're gonna each of us will lay out uh, two options, and we'll just say what's your fancy. What would you? Who would you rather have? It's gonna be, I think, I think player based, but it's the first time we've done the segment, so it could go in a number of directions. Qual uh, tu fantasia? Is that the way to <laughs> say it? That's the other <laughs> option. Uh, that is also what's your fancy. Zach, uh, you you've lived in London. How would you say it in British? Do you, uh, I don't really know. Which do you fancy would probably be the the better term, but I, I like what's your fancy more. That sounds old west almost more what's than your fancy. What's what your fancy? What was that what was that attempt, Greg? I don't know. I just want to see what he would say. You Greg look, had you issues with the phrasing, didn't yeah. he? Mm. I wanted to do it with an accent, but then I remembered we have yeah. people who listen to this who actually have that accent. That mm-hmm. would be nice. Uh all right, so yes. And then we'll also hit the mailbag. Have a new mailbag uh column coming out. Uh, later today, so uh, look out for that. And we're going to I dig through all those questions because inevitably there's a lot of podcast-based type questions as well, so we'll hit that. So that's what's happening today. I mean, I'm excited. Big show. Big show. So, I mean, without further ado, I mean, this is the... This is the segment that we just were teasing. It's it's broken monitors with uh no. with Gre- oh. I, I had many better names, but we can't remember them all because they were just ephemeral nonsense. That yeah. could be another name for this: ephemeral nonsense. Yeah, ephemeral nonsense. I like that. What's your fancy? Uh, so uh, I don't know how we want to start it, Greg. This was one of your post-it note ideas. Okay. So uh, wow, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah. So first. basically, and again to 
to clarify, you're going to give us two options, right? And yeah. we, we choose which one choose is who you fancy. our fancy. I mean, it could be very simple, just player X, player B. You know, I was trying to think of something that could work any time of year. We don't have a lot of news here. Mm. Um, or you get a little more complicated, as I'm sure Mark has done. I think you, Mark is going to send us some <laughs> weird directions. That I'm looking no, Craig right, came well, up with a great game. Let's, all right, let's, let's do it. Let's start with a relatively simple one. But it's especially – Wait, look at the block of paragraph oh texting for Mark's. This, this is going to be look. juicy. I'm looking forward to Mark. All right. <laughs> All right. This is especially for your two guys in your situations as fans. Hey, you guys. Yeah, you're a Jets fan, Dan. Yeah. Mark, you're a Browns fan for new listeners. For now. Who would you rather have? Who who do you fancy for your team? Indomitian Sue or Ryan Tannehill? Quale Sue Fantasia. Who do you fancy? <laughs> Indomitian Sue or Ryan Tannehill? Neither one of you have quarterbacks. Do you do you take the quarterback? Who's better than average right now well, and is ascending, and you just have him. You have him for good, indefinitely, whatever. I want to make sure we're all clear on the rules also that we're factoring in age, contract. Eh, I don't think you have Because to it's very important if we're talking about Ndamukong Sudo, I want to be paying this guy $60 million No, guaranteed. don't even worry about that. Just which would you rather have on your team, Ndamukong Sue or Ryan right. Tannehill long term? So I'm throwing out all the money and everything well, else? Yeah, yeah, I'll take Sue. Give me Sue. I would too. I mean, if why why I I'll, he's a superior player. Tannehill would be a non-superior quarterback. You're you're filling a, go- a void there for both teams, but the Dolphins aren't going to make the playoffs probably with Sue and Tannehill. Well, you're give me the better at, player. Well, I guess I would think you're looking at which is more important position to have a chance to have a franchise quarterback. I mean. It's arguable Indomitian Sue's not as good as a player on the Jets' defense, Muhammad Wilkerson, and they've got him, and that hasn't really done much for him. So I'm just, I just was wondering how desperate kind of the quarterback it, thing is, and Tannehill feels like the right player to ask this it, question about. It's a good – I mean, I get where you're going with it, but I can't get away. Yes, everybody wants a quarterback. Everybody needs a quarterback. But you're asking me if I want a Hall of Fame defensive tackle in the prime of his career against a potentially uh, ascendant quarterback, but it's kind of hard to tell, as we know in – Bill Lazor's offense, as Wes is quick to point out, it's a little bit gimmicky. So his stats going up last mm. year maybe doesn't necessarily mean he's a player on the rise. Uh, so I like Tannehill. I would love to have Tannehill on my roster as opposed to the the Jets options. And I'm sure, Mark, the way you feel with sure. the Browns quarterback Absolutely. room. But am I going to pass on Sue? Hell no. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your fancy? All right, my turn. And, and it's good because it ties into Ryan Tannehill as well. But, and I will also do what Greg did not. Think about factors like age and contract situations. Okay. This, okay. Would you rather have Ryan Tannehill? He's an interesting wow, figure in this another Tannehill. Yeah. Or Drew Brees. Now, listen to the tale of the tape. Drew Brees is the fourth year of a five-year deal. He's due $18.75 million this season, $19.75 million next year. He's 36 years old. Tannehill, final year of his rookie deal. Do 660k this year with a one and a half million dollar roster bonus. Ten years younger, 26 years old. If you are a GM, who do you want right now? Factoring in age and money and skill, Drew Brees versus Ryan Tannehill. I mean, it, that totally depends what team. Wait, wait, wait. Right, okay. Qual es su fantasia? Fantasia. <laughs> I that it's it's very team specific because are you a Super Bowl ready team that you plug in you're Breeze for one year? Generic team. I'm generic big. team. I go Tannehill because you're building for the future. I don't think Breeze mm. is around for more than 
we already saw Breeze decline a little bit last year. Maybe that was a fluke. I don't know. But I'm going to go with the younger player. I realize he's not Drew Breeze, but it's the future. I disagree. I would take your chance to win a Super Bowl, and I think Drew Breeze gives you the chance to do that for this year, hopefully another year. And the contract really isn't that big of an advantage for Breeze because to keep Brian Tannehill in this situation, he's going to get one of those quarterback contracts sooner than later. He's going to get it next year. So you're going to have to pay him $17, $18 million a year. I'm a Tannehill fan. You think Tannehill would get that much on the open market? Oh, yeah. He's getting it. I mean, it's just – I would think you'd no be question. more in line for a Kaepernick-type deal then. That's kind of – that's what yeah. Kaepernick had, basically. 14, 15, he's, he's going to get it. People are getting No question it. Breeze is better. I just – I'm thinking as a GM, you have to keep looking towards tomorrow. But I believe Kaepernick's making $12 million this, this year. Twelve uh, This year, yeah. I believe, yeah, ten point four base, and then two point four. But his is that year by year thing. It averages out. It ends up being about fifty. He also got a big signing bonus to sign, which mm-hmm. has to be factors in. But yeah, give me give me some Drew Brees. I think we're we're a little too early to give up on on some of these quarterbacks. Look at Tom Brady. Just had. I I was too er, as a Patriots fan. I thought he was. Really declining. And On the Patriots, though. You drop Drew Brees into the Oakland right. Raiders, and where are you? Who knows? Mark, it's time for your first. You're in the ocean. Okay. You are John Elway. You are This haunted. one's for me. Wait. <laughs> I didn't know we could be other people. I, I like asked this. you that specifically okay, downstairs. Like Can that. you embody other people? You are John Elway, and you are haunted by Peyton Manning's aging, aging human body. <laughs> While <laughs> sipping a Mai Tai in your study at Dove Valley, the phone rings. It's the Bears. They want to send you Jay Cutler, <laughs> Pernell McPhee, and this year's number one overall pick for Peyton. So Manning or Cutler McPhee in a first, Qualis to a Fantasia. <laughs> I really wish I put on more time. I don't even have four let, up. Four let me write this yet. down. So it's Peyton for Cutler, Pernell McPhee. And a number one. What about Andy McPhee, Pacey Witter's old girlfriend? Can we throw her in there too? Sure. Well, what, Andy McPhee. Is it her, like, Dawson's Creek yes. era? Sure. No, in her prime, and she's his assistant. Continuing our um, tradition of never have any references that are up to date. We make fun of Wes for that, but uh, all, all ours are, Dan, are five, decade later. five years later. Greg yeah. is stalling. Still, wait, and, no, and a first-round pick? I'm not stalling. this year's first-round pick. All right, Greg, go ahead for I'm us. taking Cutler. I'm the last man on Cutler Island. I'm probably not going to win a Super Bowl with Jay Cutler, but Denver is stacked. You get the number one pick, and I'm worried. You know, I'm worried about Peyton Manning. So I feel like yeah, I'll take that return for him. I'm staying with Peyton Manning because the and John Elliott would not have brought Peyton Manning back if he didn't think he still had it in him to make this one last run to the Super Bowl. Jay Cutler's, you know, uh, let's be honest, pile of garbage. Uh, you know, as a quarterback, <laughs> as a man, I am sure he's probably okay. Uh, Kristen Cavallari probably thinks he's excellent, and that's fine. But is as a quarterback, really, though, is he really that? Bad? I mean, let's let's just look. He's been playing in the league almost okay. ten years and hasn't done anything uh, except for get people fired and go to the playoffs once deep. But Today is the sixth anniversary. Thursday, rather, was the sixth anniversary of the Jay Cutler trade to Chicago. Who who won that trade? Do you think? Definitely not the Bears. No, well, no one won, or the Bears did not nope. win. Wrong answers. Jay Cutler won. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's, fair. that's a trick. And the Broncos won, too. They got Demarius oh. Thomas, and eventually sure. they got uh, Peyton Manning. You stick with and Peyton Manning. they got Manning. Tim Tebow. I, I'm sticking with Peyton Manning. All right. That is my fancy. There you go. All right, Greg, your turn. 
By the way, Jay Cutler, higher QBR uh, last year than Alex Smith and Teddy Bridgewater. Two highly oh, respected yeah. people. Yeah, Jay Cutler is really good. In the world. <laughs> I, I wish I needed to, you know, make mine as elaborate as Mark's. I feel like this Well, you know, we opened the show by saying Mark doesn't want to contribute ideas, yeah. <laughs> doesn't want to be part of the show. Well, maybe I'm I behind the scenes on, working. They, from now on, this might, this might turn into, Dan, I hope you don't get threatened. But what? this could turn into something where Mark is just the host throwing things That's out. That's fine. For this that would be one fine game. with me. If, if, is Mark the guy that we need to feed him ideas and then he hits them out of the park? Maybe, maybe that's the yeah. maybe that's what this is. We, yeah, we can work that way. He is like the quarterback, just all talent, not much upstairs. <laughs> but you just you put him out there in the right. right system. He's got the most talent of the whole group. This has wandered. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'm gonna go with my most simple one next: Jameis Winston or Teddy Bridgewater. I'll go Teddy Bridgewater. Knowing everything you know right now. Everything we know, because I think what we know about Teddy Bridgewater is positive and certainly something you can work with. And, you know, he's impressive, the most impressive rookie last season. And Winston, we don't know. So I'll go with what we know at that position. I feel like that is a uh, maybe a sound way to look at things, but if you're going for the home run, give me Winston. Maybe he is turns he into maybe he turns into a legitimate all-pro quarterback and maybe Bridgewater will still be that guy. But there's a reason why Winston and as we've said on this pod many times before, we're not college experts. But there's a reason why he's the consensus number 1 overall pick. People love him. Um as a player, it seems like a bit of a dunce and potentially uh Whoa. What? Seems like a dunce? A lot of people have said that, uh, you know, well, not dunce like he's stupid, but he causes mischief, so go sit in the corner for a while. This guy stole crab legs, bro. Uh, so, you know, you worry about that a little bit, but he was also a kid, so who knows? I think I'm I'm going with a more gutsy move, which is just say, ah, take a shot, maybe this guy's a superstar. Bridgewater is the safe pick to me. Dan, the GM, out of a job two years from now. <laughs> I'll just be riding into a new contract. One of the things everyone <laughs> says about Winston that I like it when they talk to him is that he's you know, maybe the smartest quarterback in this draft in terms of like getting on the chalkboard, and he's, he's the football guy's football guy. Like that's his How thing. many quarterbacks are in this draft? I mean, there's like four right. guys. No, no, but that's like one of his strengths is like, that, that uh, the mental side of things. But when you watch sure. even my, the, my limited knowledge of Jameis Winston, that's – talked about as one of his big strengths, how smart he is. But he throws Jay Cutler-like interceptions, like really boneheaded interceptions. So I don't know where that all oh, by the way, ma- is it, matches up, by the way. Did anybody happen to see Teddy Bridgewater's pro day? Are you sure you want to invest in a guy like that? <laughs> That's a blowtorch. I'll, I'll sleep at the wheel. <laughs> how about Marietta or uh, Derek Carr? I know I'm just now cheating. But, Carr. So you're going with what, I'm not what you've in, seen. I'm not into I don't know enough about Mariota. I don't All right, here we go. <clears throat> By the way, you missed your chance to say what's your fancy or the Spanish mm, equivalent. Next time. Uh here's my next one. All right, here's it's a three for three swap, mixing both coaches and players. Uh Andrew Luck, T. Y. Hilton, and Chaz Pagano, uh known as the lame duck. Or Russell Wilson, Jimmy Graham, and Pete Carroll. Wait, you're going to have to repeat that again. All right. Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, and Chuck Pagano. Or Russell Wilson, Jimmy Graham, and Pete Carroll. Qual es su fantasia? Hmm. That is interesting. Pagano is a is a setback here. That's, yeah, that's, well, that's, yeah, that's the hook just... of it because he he's potentially, even though we all love Chuck Strong, 
maybe not a great head coach. Whereas Carroll, we now he's bonafide big time guy. Speak for yourself, loving uh, Chuck Strong. I mean, I don't dislike Chuck Strong, but I don't. Oh, you're ta- personal. Personally, you think he might be a bad guy? Or something? No, no, he seems like a total, totally great guy. He's a guy. warrior. He came back from cancer. No, no, he's and... a great guy. He's very likable. But I'm talking about as a football coach. Greg inching towards a pro cancer stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go just based on what I think is the in a trade the highest quality product here, Andrew Luck. I'll take it and everything that comes with it. I agree. I'm gonna take Andrew Luck and T. Y. Hilton. By the way, Hilton versus Graham, not as uneven at this time as you would think. Yeah, I'd rather have Jimmy Graham, but... Different players, but yeah. yeah there's some concerns that the Saints gave up on Jimmy Graham at his peak and was a little injured. Pete so, Carroll isn't 44 years old either. And plus, I'm living in this strange universe where maybe I can change my coach eventually. Am I just stuck with him? I guess I, I take my chances. I take my chances. <laughs> can I get rid of Pagano while no. bringing Aaron? So many factors. No, you have no, to so keep Pagano as long as you keep Andrew Luck. Because well, when you're saying Carroll, you're basically saying the Seahawks defense. You're You're thinking he can install that defense and get the right people in place eventually. So, so you're talking yourself out of what you just decided. That, and I do want to – I had an Andrew Luck one too. I on the fly, yeah, you would have to stick with the coach as long as you stuck with the quarterback. So if you don't, if Chuck Pagano <laughs> is not a good coach, you're stuck with him I, for the duration of Andrew Luck's career. I'll go for it. I like this game though, I got to say. Yeah, he did a good job. Really? Well, it was really Mark. I, I need to come up with better questions next time. I have one that wasn't written by Mark. Definitely, oh, definitely Wait, by not. the way, you just said you liked this game, but the one that was just laid out was by me, and you're shooting what? all the credit over to Mark. What? No, I just that that, that, I came up with that one. That was a great one. Yeah, but well, you said like you know, the... Mark made the game. No, I just like the... Look, the choose your own I think adventure. The th- what happened aspect. here was a little. It got a little edgy downstairs, <laughs> and we're fine now. This okay? was the least everyone's getting enough credit. Everyone's feeling good. This was the least edgy day at the office we've ever had. <laughs> there cannot be a scenario, Mark, where there's even credit. Someone has to win. Uh, gold standard behind the glass. Definitely not winning this one. But okay, you're tiptoeing gingerly in the fog, halfway down a wooded <laughs> slope in a strange, unfriendly land. A mysterious man in a large hat approaches you with two hands outstretched, holding small crystal balls in each. In one, a vision of dynamic recording artist Jewel singing, <laughs> <laughs> singing the national anthem at Super Bowl Thirty Two in majestic Qualcomm Stadium. In the other, the great Faith Hill belting out the Star Spangled Banner in beautiful in the beautiful Georgia Dome at Super Bowl Thirty Four. The man cautions you that only one is the right answer, and the fate of the world depends on it. Before whispering, "Quale su fantasia?" I love gold standard. It's so easy for me. Can't get through any of that. It's so easy. <laughs> I think I have the same answer as Mark. Wait, first of all, I just we got to give a round of applause to Good job. That was solid, man. I wasn't doing my job at all for the last ten minutes. That was. It, now it makes sense why you you missed that drop earlier. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so basically, it comes down to if you want to cut through all the um, the. BS. But why would you? Is Jewel V. Faith Hill. Yep. And if you choose the wrong singer, the world ends? Yep. Well, but what are, what's right and wrong? Just best pipes? Best? Who would you like to hang out so with? So it's like a troll who, that has if the you're, If your job was on the line, someone said, hey, Greg, you're planning the Super Bowl. Okay. Between mm-hmm. the two, who you pick? Gotta go total package here. Yep. Wait, in 2015 this is for? No, or no, no. In their primes. So oh, in 98, their primes. Okay. 98 and 2000. I've changed my answer. Mark, as, you as seem I've to know. It. Oh, it's it's easy for me. This is personal preference. Oh, but look, I love her story. Lived in a vehicle along the highways. I go Jewel, and I like where she was at at that time. It's from that was the crystal ball portrayed that performance, correct? Correct. 
I'll go with Kilcher on. myself. Uh, Jewel <laughs> Kilcher, who sold millions of albums uh, in the 90s, tailed off a little bit, but we're picking her in 98 when she was still an ascendant talent. Um, you know, has that yodel quality, which I like as a singer. So it's basically, it. you, you've rested the, the fate of the few free world, one, on your, your own uh, <laughs> preferences. That's selfish. And then, two, the fact that Jules' backstory is like Chris Farley's man down by the river. Or she, it's a story of redemption, and I am always have been on the record that the Faith Hill pregame song is ponderous. Oh, my and gosh. And overbaked. Wow. See, but... <laughs> That's true, and that's really throwing me for the loop because my answer is Faith Hill because well, I'm thinking about the world. You're thinking corporate got, sponsorship She's got better pipes. I think she appeals to the masses more, and I want the world to live so that I can have the choice in the future to listen to Jewel or Faith Hill Greg's and right, have by that the way. choice. I mean, if, I just I find Jewel to be fetching and uh, interesting, as you say, uh, but probably the what does the troll say to uh, Gold Standard? Like, as in the answer? Or what does he say at the end? Yeah, what is the This guy is the, the first the one that has an answer. <laughs> well, so he says, Qualis su fantasia before fading into the ether. And then if you pick if you pick Faith Hill, the world ends. So, oh, exactly. yeah, Mark. So that's what happened. You got to know gold standard, too. He's definitely going jewel. I love the story. Okay, that's right. good. Now, who's up? Mark. Mark. All right, uh, let's see. All right, your team's head coach is kidnapped by a band of Eurasian separatists. Oh, no. On the fly, on the fly, you've only got a minute to pick here. You can hire either Dave Damashek or Handsome Hank as your interim head coach until the Eurasian separatists are deep-sixed. Qualis tu fantasia. Well, Hank. Yeah, Hank, Hank knows more. Hank is uh, well, a head Damashek is going to be very offended to hear that, so yeah. you need to... Wait, what, as a head coach or GM? Not smart you to bring... As your interim head coach taking over for oh. the one who's been kidnapped. No, I think Dave is a, is a smart uh, football mind and everything, but I think that... Handsome Hank is the notorious DOP. I mean, he's in a management he role. He literally already. worked in NFL Europe. He pra- he pra- he's friends with NFL head coaches. I think Dave is too much of a creative to be in that position of power. I don't. I think he would struggle to deal with the players. Uh, whereas Henry, have you seen Henry get angry, like in the office? Yes, I have. And he, Sometimes the daggers, does. Yeah, the daggers he'll, he'll send out with his eyes and that sharp tongue of his. No, I think they're both. I think well, Henry's a good fit in a, in, as a authority figure. Let me let me throw a bone here to Damashek. I think he's sort of a George Allen character from the past. He could get everyone excited. You know, interim It'd coaches. You're going to lean on your coordinators. Number More one, like Bill Bill Veek or whatever. Sure, I just think he's he's a character. He'd be beloved by the press. So would Handsome Hank, both a noble character himself. But just to even this out, I go Sheck. Here's a problem that would uh, occur. Uh, Dave would force everyone in the locker room to listen to his like ponderous underground hipster music, and it could lead to issues. See, there's a lot of a lot of stuff to That's unpack fair. here. I'm a big fan of Damashek's music. Give me a break. I know. Well, but, you know. there's some history to that comment, and I agree. Yeah, exactly. Did you answer, by the way? Yeah, uh, Hank. No, yeah, he's a football guy. Said oh, it right away. Pavement man. Nothing All right, let's like, get a football question. Nothing in like here. pavement. That was about football coaches. All right. Well, it's your turn, Greg. Oh, really? All right, I'll go. Here we go. Go. No, I don't really have a football question. Your turn. All right, how about Andrew Luck for two seasons or Matt Ryan indefinitely? You just have two seasons and then Andrew Luck is gone? And or then you what do you have? have? You're looking in the free agent pile or draft? Yeah, you're just starting over again. He's going to leave you via free agency. Who is you? Like Your team. It's a good one. I'll go Andrew Luck. Our Andrew Luck love is knowing no bounds right now. Yeah. Because you get Matt Ryan for a decade or whatever it is. 
Mm. How old is Matt Ryan now? Twenty-eight. He's probably thirty almost. Yeah. See, if he's close to thirty, I'll probably just go with luck and see if I can win a couple of rings. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah. Give me luck as well. I got good one. I got speaking of the Falcons, Julio Jones or Des Bryant, both twenty-six years old. Uh, both make about the same amount mm. of money. One's franchise tagged. One's in the final year of his deal. Julio Jones has some mm. foot injury history. Yep. Dez has some back issues that crop up occasionally. Uh, maybe Dez is a little more of a wild card off the field, although he's been on his best behavior for a while now. That's it. That's a tough one. I'm glad that's tough. The top uh, level wide receivers. I'm gonna go Dez Bryant. You don't seem comfortable. About no, it. I think it's it's a. F- it's a coin flip. I'd be thrilled with either, but I'd, I'll just go Des Bryant. When both guys are at peak powers, they're the two best guys in the league. That game mm. where uh, – Calvin Johnson, you got to throw in there. Although uh, he hasn't been a couple at, years at now, now, though. Yeah, he hasn't been at his yeah. very – Julio That's Jones fair. shredding – who's a Patrick Peterson right before he got hurt at the end of last year. Des Bryant, when he gets on those runs and he's just – you know, making all these guys look like high school kids. Julio Jones on fire on Monday night towards the end of the mm. season. Just, yeah, mm. that's tough. Great. This is tough because I think you have to factor in a little bit of the off-field stuff with Dez. Is he, is he going to be a wild card? Julio Jones is you know, no issue. I'm there. a little more worried about Julio Jones's feet than Dez mm. Bryant's back, too. I would go Dez Bryant because of – the drive that he has, like the leadership, and even though he's got the off-field stuff, he's got like the, just he wants that ball. He wants to be great. He wants to be in the Hall of Fame. He wants to win all the titles. Just a little more than maybe you get from Julio Jones. All right. That's a tough one. That's uh, a one. one more each? Yeah. Let's just have, I won both of Mark's. What, no, no, one of no. them was Andrew Luck related, so let's just go with my last one here. Okay. It's not as football-y as Greg would like. But no, no, no. Yeah. I won. I just wanted to mix them up back and forth. All right. Here it's, we go. It's been great. Give me a break. Okay. You are Greg, somewhere. Greg, stop micromanaging the game. <laughs> you're somewhere far from here, and you're a nice woman in a petticoat. And I already like this. You've been chosen by your rich uncle, Stanley, at Penguin Books to author a book about football, but you don't know anything about football or care. Which scientist would you hire as your ghostwriter, the boss or the mailman? Oh, that's that's not fair. What's your fancy? Well, they're both writers. They're oh, both... I forgot to say what's your fancy again last time. Oh. Got to answer it. That's bad. Uh, well, I'm going to say Greg. Because uh, although I know this is ridiculous, I honestly think that Wes would be great. As told Wes privately, I think he would be excellent uh, as a writer of a long form or a book on football or anything. Really, Greg can fire me. <laughs> Wes cannot. Gold standard. Gil Brandt is not an option here. <laughs> no, he okay, can't. Write. Not at this time. Okay, all right. Then I guess Greg, because he can fire me too. Well, I can't fire you. That's true. You really can't. No, no you're untouchable. Basically, you're very close to me right now, just <laughs> just physically. So. Wow, f- wow, you're physically yeah, intimidating. I like how we all think the same, though. I was I was thinking of a quest. I was gonna. My last question was basically, who would you rather be on a road trip with, and then make you guys choose <laughs> between Wes and one or the other. Uh, what? Well, give us your last one, Mark, and we'll get out of here. Uh, you are Ted Thompson. It's been a quiet off season until line two lights up. It's pesky Ryan Grigson, the Colts GM. Teddy <laughs> boy, he says, I got a deal for you. Andrew Luck for Rogers, straight up. Say yes now or it goes away forever and I'll deny I ever dialed your number, you punk. So, switch Rogers for Luck or keep Rogers. Vast ist il fantasia. 
There you go. Whoa. Well, <laughs> German. I like that. Ominous. <laughs> it is. There's a more of an aggressive tone to the game now. The German's been introduced. I'm, um, I'm first generation, you know. Oh, It's in really? the blood. Interesting. Uh, all right. So this is a great one. It's a great one to end it on because... <laughs> All right, so Andrew, Aaron Luck is – Aaron Luck. Now, that would be awesome. Aaron Rodgers or Andrew Aaron Luck? Rodgers is 31, correct? Uh, early 30s. He just turned 30, I believe, last year. So, sure. And, and Andrew Luck's like 25 or 26. So he got the five years. Luck is – Rodgers is a better player at this stage. I think Rodgers should be – I guess I would – my initial thought was you'd just take Rodgers because he's the best player in football by far. You don't know if Luck's ever going to get that high. But now that I think about it, if I'm running a team, I want five extra years of awesomeness. So I'm taking life. And I'm a little nervous about Aaron Rodgers' body also. Really? Hmm. I don't know. He, you know, he's had injuries now that have blown up two seasons for the Packers. And, and Andrew Luck, by all counts, seems to be invincible at this stage of his career. I'm going to, as much as it pains me, because Aaron Rodgers is probably my favorite quarterback to watch, give me Andrew Luck. I got a, I got a job. I got kids to feed. I got college to pay for. It's a great question, though, because everyone – there's a feeling almost like Andrew Luck is there, but I don't think he's there yet. And, and, you, don't, and you don't know that he's ever going to get to as good as Aaron Rodgers is, which I would now put Aaron Rodgers' peak among the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You don't know if Andrew Luck's going to get there. So Will that's, Andrew that's Luck become one. the greatest quarterback of all time? No, probably not. But Like, will he even get to that sort of level where he's got a couple MVPs? Put, put it this out. way, I'd be surprised if after it's all said and done, people don't look at Luck as a top 15 quarterback ever. I think he mm, yes. seems to have that type of ceiling. And uh, I'll take five extra years of a top 15 guy yeah. uh, over the guy that's top three, arguably. Me too, and I feel like this game's kind of – over and over with these questions, told us that we think very highly <laughs> of all, Andrew Luck. We all went to Andrew Luck. Well, you know, I even had an Andrew Luck one left in the chamber. That's how how this high was we fun are. though. That was good. We'll bring this back. Uh, Wes would have liked this one, so we'll make sure to get Wes. Speaking of Wes, ooh, let's let's call Huckaboo's again. It's 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 almost six thirty on the East Coast, which means Wes has probably been at this bar for God six and a half hours now. Huckaboo's. How you doing? Can I speak with Chris Wessling? Is he in the uh, establishment? He hasn't come yet, no. Oh, he hasn't come yet. Okay. He's, uh, I think he's taking a little break. I was with him this afternoon. So you're expecting him? Yeah, first, absolutely sure. All right, great. Uh, can you just let him know that the Around the NFL team is looking for him? Yeah, yeah. You, you guys uh, podcasting right now? You yes, we are. Yes, trying we to are. get remote? All right, yeah, I'll let him know as soon as, uh, as, soon as he gets here. All right, great. Thanks. All right, bud. All right, we're going to have to, we have to get him on the line. Uh, he was with him earlier. Yeah, let's get him on. Let's call a cell, uh, Gold Standard. Wow. It's not a good sign if he doesn't pick up. At all. Let's all just be on the same page with that. In fact, Gold Standard, if he doesn't pick up, let's let's make sure to, to call the police. Definitely. Well, I actually, it. yeah, I've already started on the other line. Okay, good. All right, it doesn't look like he's going to pick up. I'm sorry, the person okay. you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> call again later. Goodbye. All right, all right. We'll make sure we'll get him. Listen, we're not, probably not going to get him on this show, but trust us, there's going to be a long week in Taipei. We're going to get him before the end of the week. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on. It's been two years with this phone, by the way. I guess he's just not going to set up the voicemail at this point. I mean, voicemail no. is yeah, kind yeah, of outdated as it, it is. Point, honestly. Uh, but you probably want to have it set up for emergencies and the like. But, you know, Wes is a busy man. He's, he's owning an island right now. He owns that place. All right, let's hit the mailbag before we get out of here. Uh, 
A lot of great questions, as always, from you, the listeners. And why don't we start with a question that came up, and it might have even been, um, you know, something that came out of a Greg Rosenthal series of tweets. This from Joe Bailey at JW Bailey One. Uh, what sort of ceiling does Derek Carr have? Mm. What current QB will be will he be similar to in terms of talent? And uh, we'll start, Greg. What did you lay out earlier this morning that caused some dissension? Well, I've started to go media. back, watch some of these quarterbacks, and I'm confused why the conventional wisdom about Derek Carr and Geno Smith, for instance, are so different. I see them both as quarterbacks that have a chance but haven't really shown a lot yet. Derek Carr, when you watch his rookie, he wasn't really that impressive. And and there is a conversation that he's their franchise quarterback, that they're kind of set with Derek Carr. And he's a guy that's toolsy, very fast, big arm. You know, he's good good in the pocket. But it's like he, he had a pretty bad season. Let's be honest, Derek Carr. Um, so my, my thought is basically he's a guy that has a chance, but he's a long way from being average. Greg, uh, Mark, you seem to be on the other side of the fence with this. Well, no. I, my, what annoys me in general is that all this judgment on quarterbacks, you know, 16 games into their career. It happened with Geno Smith. It's happening with Carr. It's happened with RG3. It's happened with everyone else. Everyone wanted to crown RG3 after his rookie season. You find it completely wrong down the stretch. It's like, look, let's be a little more patient before sure. we call anyone the future. But- so. He has a chance, but That's he, it of, wasn't a great rookie season, I but guess. But listen, here's the thing. People go out and whiff noticeably on quarterbacks after one season. Plenty of GMs do it over and over. I don't want, I'm don't. i not over-crediting Reggie McKenzie, but after one season of car, it's not, you can't say, listen, they missed that, and they've no. got to get right back in there and take Mariota or swing a deal. They're, they're, they've got a guy they can say we are comfortable going into year two with. Are there issues? Sure, but any young quarterback outside of Andrew Luck and your Peyton Mannings is going to have a lot to work on. I do feel like there is a narrative that the Raiders have hit on Derek Carr. I feel like that's out there. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But well, it's not true yet. Yeah, I mean, I partly it's true wrote, that it's out there. I partly wrote it because I think I guess I like Geno Smith better than the average person, and I am wondering why Derek Carr is like, you know, I probably like him less than the average person and that they're they're a lot closer than people would think. I think they're basically the same type of quarterback. The, the advantage that Carr has is, you know, Geno didn't really progress a ton in his second season, right. so that's a bad sign. Right. But Carr, if you line him up versus all the rookie quarterbacks over the years, it's not just that he was on the Raiders. He's missing throws. He's missing open receivers. We'll see. It was well, only a rookie year. Peyton Real Manning quick. threw 27 interceptions sure. his first year. Sure, so, and that yeah. was a different time, but you're right. Peyton Manning, you're, that's, and people look back at the stats of Troy Aikman, all those guys, none of them were that impressive. John Elway, the, all the rest. But the, my, I have more of an issue with Geno Smith where we're hoisting him up. Well, I'm the only yeah. one doing it. There's that's, no way. Th- that's yeah, that, is, that is a is, Greg thing. Yeah, sure. because he's a turnover machine, and I'm not, I'm not selling the guy down the river, but – I'm very close to saying we know what his ceiling is, and I've See, I've lost the curiosity. He's play. He's first of all, he's younger than Derek Carr. So I mean, they're the. I know he's played an extra year in the league, but they're the same age. Sure. And he's started about the same amount of games as Derek Carr. And to me, they're very similar in that you can see traits from both of them that are promising. That you've seen them have big moments each. That you're like, oh wow, that could that could be pretty. Special if they get it kind of reined in. But all that, right. That's all they've shown. But then, so let's say you're you're a team in need of a quarterback. You have the choice of two quarterbacks: it's Geno or it's Carr. Who do you take for the future? I'm taking Geno. 
See, I go car. I, I, t- I tweeted in a reply to you. By the I way, don't know what car ceiling is, so I go car. By the way, they so haven't started close to the same amount of games. I don't know why I said that. Gino started almost all last year. I, no, I don't want to <laughs> cheat uh, Peyton Manning. He didn't have 22, 27 interceptions this rookie year. He had 22. But four years later, four years deep into his career, he had a 29 interception season. So these guys should give be given time to develop sure, like but, they did in the old right. days. But Everyone looks at Carr's touchdown-interception ratio, and that's it. And I'm just saying if you, wa- if you really watch the the games, I, I don't know. It wasn't that impressive. And when you watch Gino, he does a lot of impressive things. Everyone just wants to slam your boy, Gino. This is um, – he stinks. Here's another uh, – there's an interesting thought from Senor Willie at Shawnee Gilbo, uh, which I thought was interesting. So we talk about the Buffalo tax as something where the Bills have to overpay to get big names because uh, Western New York maybe isn't the most exotic locale. Uh, for a NFL free agent, would there be a London tax if we ever got a team out there? Would it be hard to attract free agents to be playing overseas? Senior Willie asks. I, well, I think especially after the initial glow or rush of that opportunity, three or four years into that franchise, where you know, first of all, you're going to have to iron out how those teams travel and everything else, but you got to move your entire family over. It's very hard to see. You know, extended family, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it makes life more tough. At the same time, it's going to be the right thing for young, adventurous players that say, this is exciting to me. But that's not everyone. No. Yes, a thousand times. Yes. I think that's one That's one of the many problems uh, with putting a team in London permanently. You get is, drafted is there. I mean, players that want to play there. Right. I don't even know what the tax situation would be. I know that's getting deep into it, but that's right. a high, imp- a high importance. Zach, who's lived there, though, do you think the NFL players... I mean, I think there's huge. Like, you think they'd like to go? I would. Over there. I would love to see a team there, but I do think that there are tax and visa issues that would. Well, be the Beatles a big left uh, England to get away from the taxes, didn't they? I mean, it must be pretty hardcore. Yeah. Also, right. You know who else did? A little guy by the name of George Washington and the rest of Old those, those guys. <laughs> Old G Dubs. No taxation without representation. Right. Bang. I think Just a lot of players antagonizing our listeners overseas. I think they'd love London as a city and a place to live, but it's it's very complex. Definitely. And the cost right. of living there is astronomical. Yeah. Right. We would love it. Like, imagine if they were saying, would you like to just move to – wouldn't you just move there tomorrow? Today. I would. No, I would not. But just I, to have an adventure nothing, in Nothing life. against uh, England really? or, or Europe. I love the old USA. Give me those stars and stripes. I do too, stripes. but you know what? We're only going to have, have – stars and stripes. We're only ha- – we're going to have one, you know, life. Maybe it's that you haven't had the second kid yet. I think Mark's feeling it. The second kid, it's like okay. Mark would go to Mars if you I, gave him the opportunity. I'm just saying, you know, we've got we've got these lovely kids. I love London. We love these kids, but you don't want your life to become a routine. We've only had one. Give me a little adventure. Well, I, right. go to I know country. it's a great place. So. Yeah, London's great. Don't don't come after me, listeners. I love England, <laughs> but I like it here too. All right, Eric Vats or Eric Vates, one way to put it, uh, another way. Eric at Eric Vates. Which, Joey. which current NFL player do you think would make the best coach after their playing career is over? Uh, Richie Incognito came to my mind instantly. It's, <laughs> Got top five. Uh, and then I threw, I'll throw out Charles Tillman as a guy that seems to be a leader of men. There you go. Charles Tillman. I mean, I'm just going to go. Charles Tillman. He was a Walter Payton man of the year, which would be that's a good, good place to start. Anyone that's won that award. Probably good dude. Although... Thomas yeah. Davis also won that award. Also would be a great pick. I feel like those guys are too smart and too much of leaders to be NFL head coaches. And you know what I mean? They're too broad in terms of their – Maybe they're front office guys? No, they don't want to work in football because their oh, minds – They're – you know, if, to be a head football coach, you need to be 
working a hundred hours a week, maybe not with your family as much. One track mind. They seem they're a little too smart to be head foot. I mean, I'll go coach. Peyton Manning because all you hear about Ooh. is he's got all these. He, there's there's whispers that he'd like to do front office things yeah. after his career, mm. and he's this obsessive compulsive guy that watches film. I put Brady in the same. I don't think Brady wants to do that, or maybe he does. We haven't heard that, but with with Peyton, there seems to be a real some mm. buzz around now, him. I'm probably him. gonna come off as very uh, simple-minded here, and I know there's Jim Harbaugh, but how many other coaches are quarterbacks? I guess Gary Kubiak. Kubiak. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not what... a ton of them, though. It's not like catchers in baseball where it's a natural ascension to that post. The quarterback, no, it's not a, like a... We have plenty of coaches didn't even play at the NFL level, too. So there's a, there's a hodgepodge. Yeah. A lot of offensive linemen have been coaches. This is from Mary at Just I Mary. I never came up with an answer, but oh. I still don't have one. I was trying to think of like... You have a, time to think it a over. A great backup quarterback. Let's move on. Okay. At Just Mary asks, what's your dream team to see on Hard Knocks this year? Uh, the Browns were quickly attached and then detached uh, from the show. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. NFL Films and the NFL is not going to force the Browns to do it when they have their uh, one of their premier players coming out of rehab. It's not a good look. I don't see it happening. I would lo- I'll throw out Buffalo Bills and Rex Ryan. Rex, obviously, with the Jets in 2010. That was the best hard knock season. Uh, a lot of exciting players in there. It's a good uh, atmosphere around that team right now. The Bills you know, and their fans deserve that type of spotlight. It'd be fun. I like the Bills as an option. That would have been my first choice. Uh, I would go with the 49ers. Mm. <laughs> I just want to see what's happening. Yeah, that's a good Tom one. Tom Sula and a lot of change, and just let's get a peek behind that one. Uh, I mean, knowing that it won't be Cleveland, which I think would have been intriguing, uh, in, you know, in the in a disaster film scenario type way, uh, I'll go Arizona Cardinals. I love Arians. I think that that team's – a real potential contender. They've got Carson Palmer coming back. There's a lot of characters on that team. Let's go to the Bills. Bills would do it, too, in a second. They probably they would. would. Yeah, right? I new, think so. New owner. Certainly keep an Philadelphia eye. would be another fun one. Ooh, that would be cool. Oh, I, a I, chip I, would I not greenlight that, yeah. I don't think. Although he would like to let us know. What about the Redskins? What's going on behind that curtain? <laughs> the genius that he is. The Redskins? Some interesting stuff happening there. That that's true. There would be some drama. They're they're one team that can be it can be forced it, upon them. The, the thing with Hard Knocks, so it's not predictable. Every, you know what seasons are going to be good because one of the worst seasons ever was the Cowboys, right in the middle of To and Romo and stuff. I didn't. And, quite, I don't think they was, quite figured out the show by that point. No, because they had some good ones before that. Right before it, with the the early like the first Bengals one was one of my favorites, and yet that was a totally random team. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Uh, from good friend Sarah Peters, Indy Sarah. Um, this is a good one. Heroes, what is your dream Jeopardy category? Now, this is one question. Usually I drop these questions on you guys in the studio, but I gave you guys a heads up for I this one. I haven't thought about uh, it. You have no excuse if you don't have one because I gave you hours of advance notice. <laughs> I'll do. I'll put Greg up third because clearly you didn't think about one. But, Mark, you did. I did think about one. Um, I would like a category after spending so many days at work and nights out with Wes a category about his work history. History. Chris Wessling's work history. <laughs> Jobs, various employments. I think I could do well in that category. <laughs> yeah. That would be really unfair to the other contestants. Well, another well, right. thing. That, I, I, just get two or th- I get two or three right, and they're out. Well, that's what yeah. I, all I've thought about is, is strategy. I want to win the game. So I want to I want to pick a category that I'm going to get all the questions, and there's no chance yep. anyone will get anything else. That's why I, I thought about it, and I was trying to think like, <laughs> things that I'm uh, obsessive about that many people aren't. 
mm. especially if a show's taping in Burbank or something. I'm gonna go with Oasis <laughs> discography. I like, like that. You or Oasis that. singles. Like you I feel kill. like I could name every single in order since '94. So I can't imagine someone banging me on any of those <laughs> categories, even and. God forbid for the other the other guys in the game if I get a daily double. Someone could have done well like 13 years ago, maybe like some sort yeah. of particular. No, in 2000. Today. Like, what is Shaker Maker daily double? No, but if it, see if I'm going against you, though, I'm just I'm pressing the button and I'm answering Wonderwall with you every get, you're gonna, every time. You know, but you negative points, bro. <laughs> All right, your turn. You well, had, see, I was gonna say the same thing. Oasis singles. I was gonna say Pavement. Oh. You know, the band, oh. not the not the ground. I gotcha. Uh, thing. Just because I figure how, how many people are going to nail No, you'd be in a good position there. We, maybe Joan Didion books. We had a big argument this morning about Joan Didion. I think I could crush people in some Joan Didion trivia. That's a good one, too. Do you think you know enough about Wes's work history that you wouldn't be overthinking and get, end up getting stumped? Well, I just got to get one right. No, you need to. Right. You, no, you want to clean up right. the category. You want to get all five Sure, right. I think I know enough. No, do I, am I, is that my obsessive uh, <laughs> category of every fact? Probably not, to be honest. I'm just saying. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm not sure Mark, if this and is a good also, decision. it's based on being true. I'm, ass- I'm assuming everything he said is true. <laughs> yeah, Mark's <laughs> well, yes. not really thought this one out. Uh, all right, let's see. I feel like a couple I need more answers for these. Couple more. Our old friend Tristan uh, uh, asks, "What are the early picks for potential team of ATL?" I I still feel it's a little too early. I I haven't put a lot of thought into it yet. Uh, of course, we had. The Panthers in year one, the Chargers last year wasn't was polarizing. In fact, I could totally foresee a scenario where we don't even name a team of ATL this year because the Chargers became so messy. But we're going to try, I'm sure. I think the team we should have chosen last year and was right in the mix the whole time was the Arizona Cardinals, and that to me would be another. Yeah, we dropped the ball. I agree. A strong candidate again, though. I don't I see agree why. Why not? Yep. I think they'll have a chance. We'll keep an eye on the Cardinals. Uh, this one from Kevin Vaughn at Kev the Buck. What is Joey Watts spending all his FanDuel plunder on? <laughs> I would think money uh, or uh, women and booze. Mm. I would say. Yeah, I mean Joey Watts. You know, for being a celebrated character, is a simple person. Not a sa- he doesn't have a savings plan. Right. I think he's going to go for the excesses that weren't readily available to him before. So Dan's answer is correct. You guys are crazy. You don't become Joey Watts and win $25,000 in one weekend without an unbelievable amount of research and a game plan on how to get that done. So he is reinvesting this into more uh, football winnings, fan duel, and he's trying to run that number up. This has become a profession. He's crunching the numbers. He's putting how, it old, all, how old is Joey Watts? He's putting Watts? it all back in. And he's going to retire on this. 20000 isn't enough. If you're Joey Watts, you have the desire to be great. Let me tell you, that 20G, <laughs> that went out the door next weekend in Reno. That's how Let's be honest. That's the, the house always wins. Reno. That's and, part uh, of his legend, too. Yeah, and then he gets it back, and he's an up-and-down type character, and that's why we love him. Ethan Murphy, at Ethan Murphy, 1996. Uh, this one is to me. Will you or Patra ever try to win Wes's toaster? I feel Patra's street brawl experience could give him an advantage. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how Patra's physical prowess would help him in a game of uh, of the mind. His brawn doesn't help him out. I'll never play the game because, uh, first of all, I'm not going to beat Wes. I know that. 
And number two, it's better if you know that to just back away yeah. and let the game play Why out. Why was Mark not even mentioned in, as a I possibility? Don't know. That's fair. I think I would not want would to do Would you do it? it? I don't think so, although I would say any one of us that's in the room all the time, all day long, typing about football, well, you got an all right Any shot. man can be beat. But who would take? Who would keep the time? If you to, yeah, see, I thing. view the timekeeping role as that would be paramount to you know the glory that would come with winning, and I some, wouldn't win. Finding someone as good at keeping time as you would be tougher than Mark finding someone so to be good West. at keeping time. It, listen, the, I I don't like to. I'll take the praise on this one. Okay, uh, a couple more before we get out of here. This is from Millets at Kellum J Woods, and this is an interesting one. I like this one. Speaking of wrestling, uh, would you rather have a wrestling-sized baby or a baby-sized wrestling? Referring to Chris Wrestling, our colleague, and right now, and by the way, Chris got back to me on text. He's garage drinking, so he couldn't get to the phone. That's a great. But we'll talk uh, to him. On garage that drinking is yeah. that a thing? Does a wrestling size, wait, a baby-sized wrestling grow into an adult? Uh, let me think about it. A wrestling-sized baby. So the baby is giant. The baby. I don't want is that. I don't want that. Like you know, five foot nine. That or something. That sounds like a horror show. I don't want that. I want uh, the baby-sized wrestling. At least we could. I assume he'll have the use of his vocal cords, and so we still get wrestling's. Uh, his sharp, voice would probably be elevated and things like a tiny. But his sharp man. wit would but be could, would be there. Yeah, he right. could express wants and needs. Yeah, the I, other I one just sounds tragic. The other one, I don't know what you're doing. It sounds like a monster. Yeah, right. I, I feel like we're going to get some good uh, tweets about this one, you know, a little Photoshop action. Yeah. Be responsible. We don't need a, a malformed, gigantic and, um, baby. A wrestling side. I mean, think of how frustrating it would be to be wrestling and not be able to talk, too. Oh. That would be, tr- be trouble. You need to hear Wes's opinions. All right, and finally, from Matt Selzer at Sells2015. The most exciting kickoff game would be Patriots versus blank. Great question. I'm going to go Patriots versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Do they do um, at a conference game? Well, I didn't. You know, if we're constraining to what they're thinking, it's probably going to be some AFC team. But I, I think that they do play the Eagles, and I think that's two fascinating storylines right there. I don't know if they've ever Belichick done that, versus Chip Kelly. Doesn't mean that they shouldn't. Right. They do. Oh hope. no, but don't they? You start and end against a division. No, it's no, not true. They they you can only do end it against a division. Anyway. Guy. And yep. and I don't know if you knew this, but they do host the Eagles too. So there you go. I think it makes sense. I like that one. What else would it be? I mean, I guess Jets would be interesting. Bills would be. Interesting. I here's a good one. I smell the Bills as the team. It just feels like that. That's mm. the right level of hey, we're the new team on the block. We're Rex. That's a good week one. Although the last. Two years, they've gone for the biggest, best possible game. And right now, that's the Steelers. Steelers. Not that's it, a good one. But we've seen that before. I feel like that. Exactly. The Jaguars <sighs> God, are not see an a option. Lot of the Steelers. Dolphins, are, that's not going to happen. I think the Eagles and the Bills and the Steelers are the, probably the three options there. And just going by past history, I think Eagles is probably the best one, but Bills is the one I would put my uh, Joey Watts 10K on. Yeah, how about that, Bills? Though fans, you're 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 buzzy enough. You're in the mix now for these you, sort of things. You're in the it's mix great. for a freaking hard knocks and freaking opening day. So and potentially a massive letdown. Oh, you know. Mark, <laughs> well, not, you listen, know, you got to be realistic. You don't have a quarterback. Get a quarterback, and I love everything else that's happening. All right. Just let the air out of the balloon in Buffalo. There. I am from <laughs> the state of New York. I thought you're from London. <laughs> no, I live there, but I am from Rochester, New York, which isn't Mark too far. Mark claims many I, homes. I, Adore the Bills, but come on. You also say you're from Cleveland. I never say that. The other people <laughs> Connecticut, think that. Connecticut. London. Well, these are places I've lived. Western New York. 
I was born in a hospital in Rochester, New York. You once lived in a commune in Boulder, right? Yes, but I wasn't born there. <laughs> All right. That's it for Friday's edition of the Around the NFL podcast. We'll be back on Monday. And, again, we're going to make sure we're going to get Wes on the phone. He's garage drinking right now. Uh, fruit punch, by the way. Colleen Just Wolf with us on Monday. Oh, we got the Wolf Woman in town, Colleen Wolf. I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be the first She's time. She's also garage drinking right now. <laughs> I don't know about that, I but heard potentially. That. Uh, so, yeah, Colleen and Greg and myself and maybe Mark. I don't know. We'll see. Yes. Um, we'll be all here on Monday to talk about another week of football. All right. This is Dan Hansis signing off for the quiet storm, the boss, the gold standard behind the glass, and also Will the Thrill. And the guy at Huckapoo's. And the guy at Huckapoo's or the garage. Christopher Wessling. Until Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm late. I'm late for the very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.